Last time, the gang makes it to Shady Wood. They meet the Halfling Gerald and an old friend and a mentor of Dave, who knows the ritual to cure the girls of their world curses. During the ritual, G- Galaxy is cured, but something goes wrong with Mimi. Mimi turns into a werewolf and escapes into the night. The next morning, Mimi wakes up and discovers that she was stopped by another druid from entering a nearby canyon. The gang catches up to Mimi using the griffins. Gerald guesses that Mimi was being drawn to the canyon by a master werewolf, and the only way to cure her is to destroy the monster. What happens when a werewolf swallows a clock? It gets ticks. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! Okay, everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeons & Dragons The Daughters. It's magical. Excelsior. This is going to be Adventure 12. 12, Jake. You can't talk. You can't talk. And you only a soda. Curtis. Thank you. Dang it. (laughs) So this is going to be Adventure 12. This is probably, I'm hoping that this is going to be the last episode of the Teeth and Sand arc. So, I'm Kurt. The Dungeon Master. And I'm the one and only Samantha Raybould. Jinx. And Sam, who are you playing today? Oh, uh, yeah. And every day? And Mimi. Oh. Mimi, the, the elf druid. Birdie? Uh, you said my name, so that. Yep, so it's Birdie. Who are you playing? Uh, Galaxy. Thank you. G Galaxy. And we got Matt with us. Uh, yep, I'm Matt, and I'm playing, reprising my role as Dave. Our favorite halfling cleric. All right, boys and girls, do we remember where we left off? We had tried to lift the werewolf curse. Didn't work out. But it yep. didn't work. She ran off. Well, it worked on Galaxy. It Galaxy. on Galaxy. Yep, so she's no longer a werewolf. Mimi ran off, met that monk. No, monkey. it was a, no, she met a druid. It was a, a very druid. old druid. That's right, that's right. A monkey. So, all right, so the quick recap then, where we left off is that Mimi turned into a werewolf, but rather than attacking anyone, had the big, strong desire of traveling to this canyon off to the west. And Gerald came to the conclusion that she was being called That's by right. the werewolf that created her. And, the, and he also determined that the only way to lift her curse is if we killed this master werewolf or this, this really old werewolf. So we were going to be using Mimi and that feeling that she has in the back of her head as a kind of compass to get to this werewolf. So I'm be like, um, I think we should go left. No, right. Yep. yep. That's right. Oh, um, so I want to consider that we all had a long rest. So I think everyone, I'm not sure if anyone lost any hit points or if they used any spell slots, but oh, we have all this I got back. more hit points right now at 34, the same amount as my bear. Yep. So yeah, because we leveled up to level four. The guys from Shady Wood did show up on the Griffins and found Mimi. They brought all your stuff. So you got all your gear. So we were going to be entering into the canyons of where you had that drawing feeling. Blondie gets down and he pulls uh, he, he pulls his pack off of his back and he starts rifling through it. And Galaxy and Dave, he hands you each a flintlock pistol. What's a pistol? It's a gun. No, so yes. you remember a couple of adventures ago, he taught you guys how shoot. how to shoot. And I'm really bad and, with it. And she so. was so good. Didn't she get a proficiency? Both of you oh, can, right. can do proficiency and with right. it. And, and Blindy says, hey, guys, these aren't, these aren't the, the rifles or the pistols I was planning on making for you. But these are the ones that I had on me at the time. Um, and you've got enough powder. And I crafted some silver bullets for you. So Excellent. you each have four rounds of silver slugs to fire in these things. I think they'll come in handy, especially since we're going into this canyon and going after a werewolf. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Slugs? They're Quite like my best buds. Mishikal always says to be thankful to those who are thoughtful. So thank you. <laughs> Wait, is it going to be Thanksgiving soon? Because we should have had a Thanksgiving Dave, special. give yourself an inspiration point. <laughs> It, this yes, we are recording this right after Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so you get on the Griffins and you fly towards the canyons. And as you get closer, you do see that the canyons do dip down. And once you start flying overhead, you realize that you are going to have to go in on foot. There's very little to see from up above in the sky. Betha and Blani, 
take the take the griffins down, which you are all riding, and everyone disembarks off of off of the griffins, and you get all your weapons and all your equipment ready, ready to do some werewolf hunting in yes. these caverns. Tell everyone we see, right? Right. <laughs> so you start. You travel into the canyons, and they're narrow um, at first, and then it starts starts to open up. And there starts to be a little bit of twists and turns. But Mimi, you know exactly which path to go down, which direction to go. The feeling as you go through these canyons, the pull that you feel in the back of your head gets stronger and stronger. So you come to a fork. And you can tell if you should go left or you should go right. You're like, definitely, we should be going right. Um, That's right. So I'm like, right, left, left, right, straight, straight, wait, left, right. Yep. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. So we do that for, for, for about an hour. And making our way, it's like you're shooting, taking the most direct path with this feeling that you have. And then you come to a large cave entrance. And you know that this is, this is where we need to be. We're here. But I mean, we're here. <laughs> you hear, we're here, 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 here. As it echoes across all the canyons. So you're standing at the cave entrance, and this cave leads down deep into the ground. You can tell. It's a huge cave, a big, a big opening. You can see there's quite a bit of sunlight that's still coming in. You can see quite a ways down it. So you're at the entrance of this cave, and you do hear some movement behind you. So something has followed you into this canyon. And Gerald's there. He says, oh, I've got, I've got a bad feeling about this. Like, what kind of feeling? Like, sad, happy, angry, frustrated, nervous? <laughs> oh, a little bit of everything, I imagine. You're happy? Little, well, a little bit. A little bit to be out here adventuring again. That, that always puts a smile on my face. Really? You're angry? Well, I, well yeah, because it reminds me of, of Milo. Last time I was adventuring, so lost lost my buddy Milo, so that makes me angry. So to lift the curse, you do need to kill that werewolf, but I think that we've got more that are coming. But if this is the place that we need to be, I wonder if the right approach would be for you three to go in and Blondie, Betha, and myself, we stay here and we prevent more werewolves from showing up at, coming in after you. Because the last thing that you need is someone sneaking up on behind you. She could use idea. her cloak. And then, the, I mean, hopefully once we kill the Big Baddie, we lift the curse off maybe a lot of these werewolves that are coming to help right now. Yeah, right. then all the werewolves would probably turn normal. It's precisely. Right, right. So, Beth and Blondie, they nod. It's like, yeah, we like that idea. So they, they, they pull their rifles out and they start getting those prepared and they start hunching down behind rocks and stuff like that. And, and uh, Blondie says, yeah, you guys go ahead. We, we've got this from here. we got it covered. You head into the cave and you walk for, I'll say, 10 minutes or so. So you, you get to this, this large opening, and there's cracks and holes in the ceiling of this cave that sunlight is coming through. There does look to be like there's areas in this cave that have been carved out by creatures or people. And it looks like kind of like an old like uh, adobe Indian carving. It looks like that they actually had some homes that were carved out of, out of the rock face. There's a man that's sitting towards the back of this cave, and he's sitting in a big, huge, plush leather chair. And someone had brought a big, thick, plush rug and placed it out on on the floor of this cave. Um, and he's surrounded by paintings and tables with fine food on it. And there's dresses and mannequins and there looks like there's some some weapons and other finery it looks like someone just looted a mansion and then piled all of the stuff around at the at the back of this and it looks like that they've looted a number of different mansions and there's this man that's sitting there and he's he's smoking a pipe and he has a glass in his hand that he's swirling some some liquid around in. You assume that it's probably some sort of whiskey or some sort of drink that he's having. And he's dressed very fine. Lots of silks. And he's got he's got a big wide brim hat on with a big feather that sticks out of it. I thought you were going to say he won't just like hit. I'm like... Is this the guy we're looking for, Mimi? And he's got a big monocle, and he's got a well-groomed big mustache that curves up at the sides. Yep. Like this. 
like you could tell that he's he takes a lot of care in his appearance, but it, it's a little eccentric. It's all very fine, but it's a little a little My. elaborate. And he says, "Well, hello there. I've hello. you must be the three musketeers I've heard so much about. <laughs> we are not musketeers. Yes, yeah, we are. Right, we are. So he stands up and he." Puts his pipe down on a, on a little table that's next to him, and he pulls his hat off, and he gives it a big flourish, and he bows down super low. Without, but he doesn't put his drink down. But he holds the drink, and he doesn't spill anything out of it. He's like, I whisper to, I whisper to Galaxy, he creeps me out. <laughs> he bows with a big flourish with his hat, and he says, "Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Harkin, and I have been expecting you." What kind of name is that? What kind of a name is Mimi? A great name. As is mine. My <laughs> Harkin is a fantastic name. It could have been like... Hi, I'm Dave. Dave, I've heard of you as well. My reputation precedes it me. Cer- it certainly does. Wow. It certainly does. What about me? Do you know my name? Your name is Galaxy. Of course I know you. Do you know how to spell it? I d- <laughs> G-A-L-L-E-X-S-Y. No, E-Y. You what? No. Oh. Nah. Uh, no? Okay, I was going to say, did I forget how to spell it? Uh-uh, she was messing with you. So this guy, this this character, Harkin, he knows a lot about you guys. And so he, you know us, you're expecting us, you know why we're here then. I do know why you're here. But why? Can you tell the future? And he, he, now he puts his drink down and he claps his hands. And that's when you hear some growls. Oh, and no. it's not it's not werewolves, but they you do see six dire wolves come out of the shadows. And he's like, so I do know why you're here, but the three of you do have a choice as far as which direction that we can take this, because I would love to have you as part of my pack. Um, I don't think we're interested in that. Uh, I serve Michigal. And I. I think you're meaning a wolf pack. And I don't think Mimi yes. wants to be a werewolf. Really? Mimi, you don't you don't you don't like being a werewolf? No, not really. Mm, that's true. It, it, it really hurts. So are you gonna stand in our way, Harkin? Harkin? Or stand in your way of what? Um, of our objective. The goal we came here to accomplish. Well, if you're either with me or you're against me, so I so guess sounds like you are standing in our Right. Way. I will let my pets here entertain you for for a bit while while what I do you mean by entertaining coward so and he steps back from the chair and the wolves move in and start and start surrounding you so this we are going to roll initiative uh, he's really Mimi okay you got an eight he got Gox, nine. you got a three well three Wait. plus three she got a six oh okay David what did you get a six I got a nine you got a nine okay and the wolves, they got a 12, so they get to go first. Yeah, well, I'm going to be ducking and diving like Steve Harrington in the junkyard. Uh, there actually was Steve Harrington in the junkyard? What is that reference to? Stranger Things season. Oh, right, right. Okay. The showdown with the Demodogs. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I was a little disappointed at the lack of D&D in the second season. Of I was Day. as well. As he's going away, I'm going to yell, the wheel never stops turning, Harkin. I'm going to do... Two wolves on each of you. Ah! The wolves, they move in, and they're moving as a pack. You can tell that they're using some pack tactics to try and give themselves advantage in trying to attack you. Uh, We know what you're doing. (laughs) All right, so the first wolf misses you, Mimi, but the second wolf does hit. Dang it. I hope it's a scratch. Scratches are really a flesh wound. Yeah, and he bites you. It is a really good bite, and you take uh, 14 points of of damage. I only have 20 left. Okay, and so then now, I also, so the wolf bites you and gets a good grip on your arm, and it's trying to pull you to the ground. So I want you to roll a strength saving throw now. Why did it's, she have to roll a saving throw? Because the wolf has grabbed hold of her arm with the bites and is now trying to pull her oh, to the ground. Strength? strength saving throw, yes. This better be good. I got a 19. You got a 19? Nice. Okay. All right, yep, so you save. 
Um, and you manage to yank your arm away from the wolf, but so you stay on your feet. Him, I say, I say, bad boy, bad boy. And he goes, hmm. <laughs> All right, Galaxy, Aww. the first wolf does bite you, uh, and you take six points of damage. Oh, oh God. my goodness. Wait. Wait, how much do you... I need these. The other wolf also bites you, Aww. and it got a critical hit. I'm dead. You take 16 I'm points dead. of damage. I'm dead. What does that put you at, though? Well, so that would bring her down to... Zero. Negative six, so it's not enough to kill her, but she's at zero hit, hit points. Right, but so negative six, though? Is okay. it the I need a okay. Yep, so you're down. Yeah, so the two wolves immediately jump on top of you. Both of them get a good grip on one grabs your leg and the other one grabs your arm and immediately pull you down to the ground. <gasps> All right, so Dave, two wolves come after you. The yep. first one misses, but the second one does bite you. Okay. You take nine points of damage. He only has two now. And I want you to roll a strength saving throw as well. I got a one. You got a okay. You got a one. All right. So you, the I one get dragged to the you ground. get dra- dragged to the ground. You are prone now. Okay. So now. Help me first. Well, wow, these 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 wolves really really tore into you guys, oh, didn't yeah. they? Can you roll a one? If I can now? manage to get a turn, then I f- I can it heal is, them. David, it's your turn. Okay. So I'm gonna use my prayer of healing. Okay. That has a thirty foot range. Yep. Now, is that going to work on her being at zero hit points? Yes. Okay, good. Yep, it's an, it's an area of effect. Here, real quick, and then, is that going to work on me as well? Yes. Perfect. Yep, that works on that works on up to up to six creatures. Yep. Yep. So this is your this is your best healing spell because this is something mm-hmm. that you can cast on everybody all at the same time. Eight. Ooh. Plus three is eleven. Plus nine. Twenty hit points back for everybody. Yeah, everybody gets twenty hit points back. Yay! What I need to get back up to maximum. Yeah. So okay. Actually, so then everyone gets brought back up to maximum. That's yeah, because you won't have. That's, so it's twenty minus six. Well, you have eight, eighteen as your total. I have eighteen. So you're all the way back I up to eighteen. I have negative six. No, no, no. no you no. don't actually go to negative six. You just go to zero. I only mention that because if you go, so you have eighteen hit points. If the amount of damage you took brought you to negative eighteen, then you actually die. So that's why I mentioned the negative six. So you were at zero, now you're at 18. Dave, how, how would you describe that? Because the scene is the wolves attacked and both you and Galaxy got pulled to the ground and Galaxy got tore up pretty bad. So you're on the ground. You're casting this spell to heal everybody in the group. Drool's coming down at me. I'm trying to fight it off. And I clutch my my amulet of Mishakal and I say my prayer and I heal everyone in there and now we're all like yeah we're ready to go and fight again so Mimi you get all your hit points back as the power of this prayer of healing from Dave washes over you and you've got and you've got the six wolves surrounding the three of you what do you do flaming sphere does do flaming sphere okay wait would this hit the group no no we were playing it a little wrong before so you can choose the creature that you slam this flaming sphere into. I'm gonna do it like to two werewolves. Well you can you can only cast it and then move it into oh, one right. creature. Yeah but then the next mo- Then you mo- yeah the next turn then you could move it into another other creature as and well. And that one be So but one of but one of the benefits that you can do with the flaming sphere is that you can cast this spell and move it around, but you could also turn into a bear and make attacks as a bear on your next turn. So you could cast yeah, flaming sphere. I know it okay. wouldn't be an extra action. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna cast it. So you're gonna shoot this flaming sphere at one of the wolves. And what is your spell DC? Um, thir- plus thirteen. So thirteen. Okay, so they when they do a dexterity saving throw, they have to get above a thirteen, and they miss. So yes! they do take the damage. Yes. So I'm, so you need to roll two d six. Uh, okay, so two six. I mean two. Two, two six-siders, yep. Okay. I got seven in total. All right. So you do still have a bonus action if you wanted to. So with your bonus action, you could turn into a bear right now, and then on your next round, then you can attack in bear form and hit a werewolf with your flaming sphere. So is she going to turn into a wolf instead, or she can turn I'm into a bear? I'm a bear right now. So she I, can turn into a bear. So okay. I yep. turned into a bear. Boom. Okay. I'm a bear. And, and remember, also, while you're in your animal form, you have the ability to heal yourself as well. So if you take any more damage while you're in bear form, you can cast healing and on yourself. And it doesn't count as that. Um, it's a bonus action. For yeah, doing so you that. can That's do it once per turn. Yep. yep. 
All right, Galaxy, it is your turn now. You are on the ground right now with two two wolves drooling and snapping over top of you. Ice cream cake! <laughs> is that a spell? So she has <laughs> she has this magical shield that's oh, which that's we, yeah we decided that the magical the activation magical word for it was ice cream I cake. I need a high five for that. <laughs> so that. your shield jumps out in front, oh, so leaps off of your back so and jumps out in front of you. Okay, so that. So that's your so push that's your bonus action. So now, what are you gonna take with with your uh, full action? I'm just gonna push it, push it at them. No, I no. You can cast a spell. Yeah, you should cast a spell. Yeah, because it's gonna protect me if they. Right, the shield. It's magical. It just it just hovers in the air in front of you and and uh, helps to protect I know, you. I, I know Marty. it. Tell you what. So with the because we're all jam packed together, I would say that if you do burning hands, I would let you hit. Every single one of the walls. Whoa. So level four hands. or level two? Level four. Level level two is the highest spell. Okay, so I'll do level two. Okay. So and they miss their dexterity saving throw. So oh, okay. you hit nice. all six of the wolves for full damage Did with I burning hands, and you're able to sculpt the spell as you normally do around Dave and Mimi without hey, doing me. any damage to hey, them. Me. Does she kill any? Probably not. We gotta roll the damage. So Let's for burning hands cast at level two, I believe it's so do I, is it forty six? Forty six. Forty six. Level two. Wait, no, I don't think that's level two. Nope. Yep. That's right. Yeah, at level okay. two would be forty six. So roll yep. roll four d six damage. Four one three four. So eight twelve. Twelve. So it is the wolves' turn now. But you, from the ground, you shoot out your hands, and the I'm assuming that for you two, that when you were prone after you took your action, you stood up. Oh, I suppose I would have had a movement action. Yeah, so you definitely. get a free movement action, yep, so definitely. that you would have stood up. So you do the burning hands, and you get the wolves off of you, and you're, bye bye. you fan your hands out, and the gouts of flame coming from your palms shoots then, out over all of the other wolves. I already have a shield, so... Yep. So now it is it is the wolves' turn again, um, and they're still using pack tactics, so they do get advantage attacks on, on all of you. What's what's your armor class, Mimi? Uh, it's a 13. Okay, this time one of them misses, and but another one does hit you, and you take 8 points of damage. That's better than 20. Yeah, and roll a strength saving throw again. So as a brown bear, you have a strength of 19, so you get a plus 4 to your, your strength saving throw. So what did you roll? She had rolled a, a seven. seven. So you got a four. That's 11. Okay. So you didn't quite make it. So you got, as a bear, you got pulled to, You got pulled to the ground by one of these wolves. All right. Galaxy, you yes. got two more wolves that are coming after you now. I got a shield. I got a shield. Yep. It does, it does help, but they may be able to get around it. And only one of them hits. Aw, do I get killed? You, I don't think this will kill you. Good. And then uh, what if you're you like, take, oh, it kills you. Yeah, you take eight points of damage. So it's I now got 10. Yep. And I'm just, I just rolled your strength saving throw for you just to speed things along. And you do make it, so you don't get pulled to the ground this time. Yeah, the wolves gotta go after Dave now. Um, so both of the wolves miss Dave. And it's my turn? It is your turn. Uh, Alright, so I am going to attack one of the wolves. I don't know what kind of hit points they have, so I think because what I want to do is the spiritual weapon mm-hmm. and a physical attack. All of the wolves still look pretty healthy. Right, so I'm going to direct it both at one dire wolf. Okay. Um, okay, so let's see. Do I do? Do I roll anything for the spiritual weapon? Let me look that up quick. You 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 do. Well, you just cast it, but then you make an attack like you would like a, a spell attack. Yes, a, a spell melee attack or yep. whatever. Perfect. So you cast spiritual weapon. Yep. And the spiritual weapon for for Dave. I pictured it, it would just it would be his mace yeah. because that's that's his weapon of Mishakal. So right. a magical glowing mace of Mishakal would appear in the air right. and attack the wolf at the same time that you'd be swinging your real mace of Mishakal at exactly. it. Exactly. Yup. All right. So first, I'm gonna roll mine. I guess first I'll roll the spiritual weapon. And I got a 15. Uh, that will hit. So that's. Ooh, I rolled an eight. So 13. Thirteen points uh, of damage. Force damage, and then now here's my normal mace. Well, it's not normal. My mace of Michiko. Mm-hmm. And that one. Ooh, I rolled a twenty-six. That that is a hit as well. <laughs> and with that one, ooh, I rolled a six. I got ten bludgeoning damage. Ten bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, this wolf looks like it's ready to drop. 
All right. Now it is Mimi's turn. So then um, I do my flaming spear on another wall. Okay. Um, so which which wolf are you going to do that to? Are you going to do that to one of the wolves that are on you or a different wolf? On um, Okay. So roll 2d6. I got a 10. You got 10? All together. Okay. All right, so you slam the flaming sphere into one of the wolves that is attacking you. That wolf is not dead yet, but it is not looking great. So okay. now you could all, that was your bonus action. So now you've got, you could do your regular attack as a bear. So you've got a bite and a claw attack that you could do right can now. Can I do like a bite at one, but then do a claw at another? Yes, you can. They're close enough to do that. Okay, so I'm going to do a claw at the one on the ground. I got a two. You got a two? All right, so that, so that misses. So do you want to... So, so the one that you just hit with your flaming spear does look like it's about ready to 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 drop. So, do you want to now bite that one? Sure. Since you missed the claw. Okay. Yep. So roll the twenty center again for your bite attack. I got a seventeen. You got a seventeen. That is a hit. What is the damage for your bite attack? Six altogether. Six altogether. Okay. Six altogether. All right. So you kill that wolf. So you killed one of the wolves on you. All right. Did I kill the first werewolf? I mean, they killed the first wolf. Yes, you did. Uh-huh, so there's still so uh-huh. there's one wolf that's on you. You've killed one out of the six so far. Galaxy, it is your turn. Let's do burning hands. Burning hands. Okay. So roll. I'm sorry. Was it? Yeah. Roll four d six. So it hits automatically, right? Yes. They have to do a dexterity saving throw. Woo! One six four four. So eight four. 15. 15. All right. Uh, so you killed that one that was on Dave and all of the other wolves. So there's four wolves that are left and they look pretty darn bloodied at so this point. Like, <sighs> yep. So Mimi, you've got one wolf that's left on you and it bites you and you take 10 points of damage. Dave, the one that's still on you, it misses. And unfortunately, Galaxy, you still have two wolves on you. Seriously? Yep. So you might be going down again. So First one misses. Second one does hit, though. For me? Right, she's yep. got ten hit points. Maybe it won't take her down. Uh, and you take, you take seven points of damage. Ooh. Still up. All right, Dave, your turn. Okay, so there's only one left in front of me. Correct. And it's but, looking but a there's, raggy. there's there's four wolves that yep. are left. So I'm gonna send my spiritual weapon over to attack one of the uh, dire wolves that's on yes, Galaxy. Please, okay. please, um, please. So I'll roll that first. <clears throat> and I got an eleven. An eleven? That is not good enough to I'm hit. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Ah, this time I got um twenty three. That is a hit. So then we'll roll damage, and I rolled a four, so nine damage, nine force damage to. Whichever one I thought looked weaker, I guess, okay. on Mimi. And then I'm going to smash the and you, one in you front of me one. with my mace. Ooh, nice. Smash the one in front of me with my mace. And I roll uh, 22. That's a hit. Total hit. And I do eight bludgeoning damage. Oh, that one is so close to being dead. All right. It is Mimi's turn. Mimi, you still have one wolf on you. You're going to slam the flaming sphere in? Okay. I'm going to go like this. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm going to go like, oh, yeah, you just got fired. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you slam the flaming sphere into that wolf. It is still up, but it looks like it's ready to drop. Okay. And then I'm going to bite. Okay. Roll your bite. 15. That's a hit. Roll the damage. Eight. Jenks. Okay. You kill that birdie. That wolf. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to do the... Claw. So you're gonna run over and do a claw on. On the Okay. Ro- okay. Roll. Roll that. So 15 for the roll. So 15. Okay, that's a hit. Yes. Uh-huh. Roll the damage for your claw. I get a seven. Oh. oh you get a seven. She kills it. She doesn't kill it, but man, it looks like it is ready to drop. Man. All right, Galaxy, it's your turn. I am going to do. The power of the magic to squeeze its you, guts you, out. You can't, you can't use magic. What is it for? <laughs> Not for attacking. I want it to. Power of mage and to squeeze its guts out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so cool if you could use mage hand that way, wouldn't it, Birdie? Mm-hmm. He, she'd be like this. 
All right, Birdie, there are two wolves that are left, and they look like they are about ready to one drop. One on her and the one that Mimi was What do you mean by drop? Right? Like, die? To go down, yeah, they're re- yeah. yeah, they're ready to die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll just not use that good one because they're probably ready to drop. So you I could mean. use your um, magic missile, and you could hit both of them that way. Magic missile level one. Magic missile? Okay. So that one just automatically hits a roll. So how many are you going to shoot at one? How many do you get total? Three? Three. Yep, she gets three at level one. Uh, which one? I'd say dice? if it were me, I'd say to shoot two at the one that's on you and one at the one that Mimi was attacking. That's what I was. One D4. Yep. Okay, so roll two D4s. And that'll be towards the one that's on you. The pyramid. The, D- the pyramid. Oh. <coughs> Four. Okay. One. So All right, you killed that one. And then roll it for the third one that you shoot at the one. Well, it only has one hit point left, so you kill it. Oh, yeah, right. right. (laughs) All right, so you killed all six wolves. Uh All right, so immediately I release my concentration on the spiritual weapon, and I channel divinity. Let's see, I have 22 hit points that I can split up. I don't need any, but I I can't give them more than half their max. So you get nine hit points back. And Galaxy, what are your maximum... Or Mimi, what are your maximum hit points? Um, 34. So then you get 13 hit points back. Bye-bye. And so you should be... You were at 3, so now you're at uh, 12. I only, I only got 29. Just give me 5 more. 5 more. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when you hear a slow clap. Is that you, whoever your name is? Yeah, Harkin. Which sounds really funny. <laughs> Harkin. You don't, you don't like my name? That's very hurtful, Mimi. I just think it's kind of funny. Well, you know, you know what I think is funny? Is that I can do this. And he snaps his fingers. And he starts to transform into a werewolf. And Mimi, I want you to roll a constitution saving throw. I get it. Four. You got a four. Okay. <clears throat> so it takes it takes a full round to transform into a werewolf, but the two of you, Dave and Galaxy, you look over at Mimi, and she is starting to change into a werewolf. How? Harkin snapped his fingers, and he's got some sort of control over over Galaxy or over Mimi right now, and he forced her to change into a werewolf. Is my so, clothes still on? Um, you would actually rip through your clothes when, as you're changing. <laughs> it takes them a full round to transform. So Dave and Galaxy, you get a round to go first. So Mimi is standing next to you. Charm person, charm creature. Hmm. Interesting. On who? On Mimi. That's kind of smart. That is smart. Yeah. Make her yeah, go for it. In fact, I'll give you. I'll give you advantage on that. Nice. Galaxy. Cast Charm Person on Mimi, and Mimi, you are now charmed. You now Hi. you now view Galaxy as a is a good friend of yours. Oh hey, I remember you from college. Hey, <laughs> and so I'm just gonna try and keep Galaxy between Mimi and I. <laughs> okay, um, so what are you gonna do with your action, Dave? I'm gonna cast Bane on the enemy. On Harkin? On Harkin, yes. Okay. Harkin, let's come. Let's see, do I... Even though I'm a I don't even have to roll that. He just rolls a charisma saving throw. Even though I'm a werewolf, I still kind of giggle at the name. What's your spell save, DC? Mine? It's 13. 13? Okay. Ty goes to the runner. He made it. Okay. All right, so that was worthless. Okay, so now let's roll initiative for real with everybody. <gasps> 16 plus... So I got 19. 19? Okay. 17. Maybe you got 10? Okay. Uh, Galaxy, you go first with a 19. Woo-hoo! So is she going to do what we tell her? Um, so when you charm someone, they view you as as an old friend or as an old acquaintance. I remember um, you from college! Yeah! So what did we do at college? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. We no. played soccer together. <laughs> we, played, we did arts and crafts. Do you have any level two spells left? Take this Harkin jerk down. I have down. one. You have one? This would probably be the good time to, good time to use What's it. What's my best one? Well, I would probably say that um, Melf's Acid Arrow would be really good because that will do the most amount of damage over time. Okay, let's do it. 
Okay. Does it hit automatically? It does not hit automatically. I believe that you have to roll a ranged attack for that. So she just rolls and adds her spell attack bonus? Yep. Plus nice. six. Oh, that is definitely a hit. <laughs> so roll 4d4. So and that's how much acid damage she would take. Three. One. 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 Six total. That's disappointing. Six total? Oh. Yeah, that is yeah, disappointing. Yeah, she rolled a three and then three ones. Dave, with a 17, you're up. Okay. I'm going to use my final level two spell slot to use my spiritual weapon again. Because that thing is handy dandy. Or you could just do Rod of Dragon Fear. Yeah. Well, I forgot about that. Yeah, but you can't... Yeah, but if he uses that, that'll just make Harkin run away. And we we, we can't let him get away. Yeah, we want to take him out. Okay, so first I'm attacking with the spiritual weapon, but it's the same time that I'm charging in to hit him with my mace. Okay. So, 15 with the spiritual weapon. That is a hit. And he takes... 12 damage. Force damage. Okay. And then I'm smashing him with my Mace of Mishikal. And I got a 12. 12 damage? No, or, or a 12. 12 on my attack. That is a miss. Okay. Alright. Mimi, it is your turn. So now, because Galaxy had cast <coughs> Charm Person on you, I want you to roll a Constitution check. A Constitution saving throw again. I got an A. And okay. bad rolls for you tonight. All right, so you do completely change into a werewolf. Um, but you you don't want to attack Galaxy um, because she because she charmed you, and you can tell that she or that Harkin wants to do physical harm to Galaxy, who is, as far as the charm spell is concerned, is is a very good friend of yours. So you step in front of Galaxy to try and protect her from, from Harkin. <laughs> you cannot hurt her. She's, like, she's, she's like, my <gasps> best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can't talk right now because you're, you're, you're a werewolf. Wait, oh, you just hear <laughs> So then, because you step in front, Harkin's actually going to jump forward and attack you, Mimi. So he he comes out and he slashes at you and you don't have to keep track of this. I'll keep track of this because you're in, you're in werewolf form. <laughs> so he jumps out. So these these two werewolves that collide in front of you guys. Is it? Can we tell the difference between them? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because he still has his clothes on. In fact, you could tell that the clothes that he was wearing were there were kind of these silk billowy clothes that yep. looked like they expand out with his yep. larger frame now. And he reaches out with a big clawed hand and five big bloody claw marks get slashed across your chest. So now we are back to Galaxy. It's your turn. Okay, I wanna... But because you did Mel's Acid Arrow, the acid is going to do more damage. Yes. So should I... I can't do it again. Well, no, it automatically happens. So with the Acid Arrow, roll uh, 2d4. So he's going to take 2d4 more damage because but of the acid. I, that was my last spell slot. Right, that's that's the benefit of this spell is that it keeps doing damage without using spell slots. Oh, so, so what do I... Roll 2d4. Three. Three. So six more. Nice. Okay, so now, now, now you get your full action now. What do you want to do? Do you have any more spell slots left? But for level one and level zero. So should I do burning hands? Yeah. Burning That's a good spell. Yeah. So it would curve around yep. Mimi. Yep, you yeah. could do it so Mimi would not be hurt. So by it, it. it would have to curve around me too because I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm in melee yep. range as well. Yep. she can choose seven. She, she can do it up to two creatures. Oh, nice. Yep. And that increases as she goes up. And yep. Down. Yep. So you roll. So if you're going to do burning hands, you can do um, 3d6. 5, 4, 4. So 8 plus 13. 13? Good math. Okay. David, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to hit it with the spiritual weapon at the same time that I smash it with my Mesa Mishikal. So, spiritual weapon. Got a 17. That's it? You love that weapon. And I do... Um, Absolute 11 points of damage. Force damage. Okay. And then I'm smashing with my Mesa Mishikal, and that time I roll a 23. That's it? And I do 7 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I'm screaming for Mishikal in the light. All right, both of your attacks hit, and he gets battered around a little bit like a like a rag doll. Um, like 
All right, so Mimi, it's your turn. So now, because Harkin had attacked you, you're going to attack him back. And one of your t attacks as a werewolf hits him. And Mimi, can you roll? Uh, roll 2d4 for me. Three. And I don't know. Do it again. Two. So you did five altogether. All right, so it's Harkin's turn now. He starts to back away from you guys as quickly as he can. So he is now, he is on the run. Why is he running? Because he's, you guys are about ready to kill him. That's why he's running. Why? He's that easy to take down? Uh, we smashed him with a bunch of damage. So he, run, he runs away from you guys and he gets 30 feet away from you. So Dave, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to hit him with my spiritual weapon because it has a range of 60 feet. Okay. Oh, wait. But I can only... I When I use it again, I think it said I can only move it 20 feet. So actually... Correct. I Let's see what the range on the crossbow is. Oh, yeah. It's got a range of 80. Perfect. Okay, so that's, that's my only option. Um, although I am going to move the spiritual weapon 20 feet in the off chance that somehow it becomes usable. Right? Sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? But I only rolled a nine on my crossbow. So, all right. So, so you I missed. Yep, you shot, shot a bolt at him, and and it missed. Galaxy. Yeah. Your turn. Mage hand. Mage. You can't attack with mage hand. <laughs> no. Stop him with mage hand. You, yeah. It doesn't work like that no, either. I can push him. Doesn't work like that. Or could he go through me? That mage. You hand. you have okay. So you do have like a levitate spell that you can cast on someone to make them float up in the air. But I think that's a level two spell. And you don't have any slots left. So do you have anything left at, at level one? Actually, oh crap! He still he still has the acid on him. Roll two d four for me. We gotta do that damage. Two. Roll two d four. Two, two. All right, so four more. Okay. All right, so now what are you gonna do with your action? Should I do burning hands again? He's too far away for burning oh. hands. Um, yeah, I think you're gonna have to do. You either can do like your fire bolt cantrip, depending on its range. Well, it's only thirty feet. You should be fine. Or you can do your your. Uh, Magic missiles. I think probably magic missile. Because okay, it hits automatically. Let's do magic missile. So it hits automatically. Hits automatically. So roll 3d4. Three, three, four. So this, yep. this guy? Yep. Three times. One, four, two. Ooh, and. Seven. Seven. These green magical bolts shoot from your magic wand. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and one hits Harkin in the shoulder, the other one hits, hits him in the knee. The and he drops, he drops to the ground, and he starts crawling, and then the third but, one but, but, hits but. him in the butt. Yes! And he drops to the ground. And dies. And dies. Da, da, da. And then she turns back. And Mimi, you drop to the ground, and you let out this terrible scream and growl as your body starts to transform. Ah! Back into your elf form, and all your clothes are I throw shredded. My cloak over her. She's not naked, but it's like it's like everything, every single like seam in her shirt and her pants has burst. Has right. burst. Yes. I just then I quickly take then I quickly take my cloak. Um. So you're still in the throes of agony of changing, but Dave and Galaxy, you hear a large explosion. <laughs> that comes back from the area uh, that, that we entered in into this cave. And that's when you remember that you left Gerald and Blondie and Betha back at the cave entrance and they were going they were protecting your back. Start running. Run So I'm gonna do so this is a little bit of a flashback scene that I'm gonna describe here. So this was happening as you were fighting Harkin. So Gerald, Blondie and Betha stand at the entrance of the cave. Six naked bodies lie on the floor motionless leading to the cave entrance some of the bodies have bullet holes in them some of them have burnt and cracked skin from magical fire blondie jumps forward his dozens i'm sorry gerald jumps forward his dozens of necklaces swinging in his motions a bolt of white hot energy shoots from his fingertips and hits a charging werewolf in the chest the hairy creature drops to the ground and slowly its fur changes to skin as it transforms back into a person Gerald puts his hands on his knees and is breathing hard. He glances back at Blondie and Betha, who are just inside the cave opening. They're frantically reloading their muskets. Gerald's attention gets pulled back to the other direction by motion and growling coming from the various nooks and crannies in the canyon. 
he starts to count. One, two, three, four, five. He stops counting when he gets to 13. And he knows there's more than what he can see. It looks like the werewolves are appearing to group up for one final rushing charge to overwhelm Gerald and the two musketeers. Gerald knows it's coming. All right, Milo. I'm coming. One last time for thrilling heroics. Gerald looks back at Beth and Blondie. Their eyes go wide as they see the large pack of werewolves charging towards them. With a quick movement of his hands, Gerald sends a large gust of wind into the tunnel, knocking Beth and Blondie back into the cave about 20 feet. He then raises his hands, one still holding his gnarled walking stick, and jerks his hands violently to the ground. The motion brings the stone and dirt above the cave entrance, crashing to the cave floor, sealing off the entrance to the cave. This is when the first werewolf slams into Gerald's back. The werewolf is at least four times the size as Gerald, but this doesn't stop all of the other werewolves from trying to pile on, looking for an open limb or section of flesh on the little halfling to bite or claw. Gerald screams out, and there's a brief moment of silence as the air around Gerald ignites into a firestorm, consuming him and all the werewolves nearby. The air explodes, and dozens of bodies and body parts are thrown in every direction. Where Gerald once stood is a crater, littered with smolder, smoldering werewolf bodies, slowly changing back into their normal forms. In the middle of the crater lies Gerald's walking staff, blackened and with a small flame at one end. The explosion reverberates and echoes off the rocks for miles around, and then silence. So cutting back to you guys, that's when you heard the explosion after taking Harkin down. So real quick before we run out there, just because Dave wants to be thorough, I run over to Harkin and I put a silver bullet in his head. But I was just going to ask, like, <coughs> um, maybe, because he said Milo, right? Yep, Milo's his old, old adventuring partner. Who's dead now. Who was his best friend. Mm-hmm. Was he a wolf? No. And he was just kind of saying, no. like, he knew he was dying, so he was kind of saying, like, okay, old friend, I'm coming. I'm coming to find you now. Because he was sacrificing his life to save Betha and um, Blondie. Yep. And us as well. Yep. So, all right. So you put the bullet into Harkin's head. Make sure he is definitely, he's definitely dead. Not taking any chances. Whisper a prayer to Mishakal and pull the trigger. Yep. You go back to the cave entrance and Betha and Blondie are there. And both of them are out of breath. They're covered in claw marks and they're bloodied. And they they look worse for wear. They've just, they've, they've been through the ringer. And in front of them is the cave entrance completely sealed off in, in rubble and stone. Oh, yeah. Why so we're trapped he, in here. Why did you trap us in here? Did they but this is, we, this is, Gerald did it. Oh. To save us. He got us out of the way. And I, I can only think that that explosion that we heard was Gerald. I wonder if he's okay. He's in heaven. So eventually, you guys do work your way out of the cave. We move enough rubble to get out. You do find you find the crater. You find Gerald's walking staff. And I am keeping that walking staff. If you start going through some of the things that Harkin had stockpiled in in the cave, there's Hello. gonna there's gonna be some items that that we'll we'll take offline and, and go through from there. But so you do some looting. You get some. You're gonna get some gold. And you're gonna get some couple of other items. But as far as the story is concerned. You get back to the Griffins. You get out of the canyon. Mimi, you're no longer a werewolf. You are finally cured. The curse has been lifted. So, Dave, and I know that you would probably want to have some time back at your hometown because of Gerald, but you do know that you guys are still also in a hurry to get back to Duty calls. Back to Westman. Duty calls and I'm Misha Call. I'm on the mission that Misha Call has put me on. Yeah, we have to go to back to Westman, and then we're going to go back to the Musketeers' headquarters. Well, we at least need to take a long rest before we leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say that as the group, you decide to head back to Shadywood. You get your long rest there and at least tell everybody what had happened in the canyon and what happened to, to Gerald. The next day, you guys leave Shadywood, get on the Griffins. Wait, are we at um, we took a long points? rest. Yep, yep. So you get full on everything. Yep, you get all your hit points back. You get all your spell slots back, and so the next day you get on the Griffins, and by the end of that day, the Griffins touch down back in Westman. 
So you do finally back get in you finally get back to Westman after being gone for two weeks, and the town is decimated. It <sighs> is virtually every single gigantic tree that had a tree house or a home or a business that was in it has been leveled to the ground. People have started rebuilding small shacks, so but the dragon's gone. The dragon okay, is good. gone, but it the town has been completely decimated, and. In fact, you can tell that there are a lot of elves. They look like refugees that are streaming into this decimated town as well. And you can see that there are some knights from the kingdom of Miam that are also Miam is the is the name of the the human kingdom to the south. So this is the thing that I, that I want to point out. This town has been destroyed. And literally. Literally. It, it has been destroyed, but there are still people here and they're trying to rebuild, but there's, they also have an influx of elves from the north. So from the northern elf kingdom that you two come from, Mimi and Galaxy, mm-hmm. from the elf kingdom, it looks like that there is a bunch of elf refugees that are coming into Westman. Do we recognize them? You might. Yeah, you do see some people in there that, that you recognize. Then I go, hey, Bob, how you doing? <laughs> so, all right. So, Bob, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll run with this. Yeah. So, Bob, you know Bob from way back. Bob's way like, back in kindergarten. <laughs> he's like, Mimi, where have you? Oh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see that you're safe. How, how did you get out? Um, What do you mean how we got out? Like with the dragon? Like of the ruin or the it's the catacombs or tombs or whatever we were in. It's no, a long it's, story. It's the it's the Zilushin kingdom, the the dragon. Yeah. It destroyed our. It destroyed everything. Yeah. No, not here. It destroyed Zilushin. It destroyed your home kingdom. What? 